0: The following is a condensed audio extract of our video interview, Haunted Dreams, Confessions of a Supernatural Survivor. To watch the full video, visit Supernatural Confessions on Facebook or YouTube. Supernatural
1: is anyone here? Can you please give us a sign?
0: Supernatural, Supernatural Confessions. Confessions. Welcome back to Supernatural Confessions. My name is Tim O, oh, and in case you haven't heard, Supernatural Confessions has been pretty busy over the last few weeks. Each week, or as often as we can, we try to bring our podcasts into the world of live streaming. So don't forget to visit us on Facebook at Supernatural Confessions. And now on to today's episode. Like most of us, Kim goes to sleep each night and has dreams. But the difference is that for Kim, sometimes her dreams follow her into the waking world. Let's start at the very beginning.
1: So my first experience was when I was really young, at about four or five. So in Malaysia, I was living in Malaysia back then. No people would just pee right next to the longgang, right? So my mum would say, okay, you pee here. Then usually, she will just say something that, okay, uh, please excuse, my girl is like peeing, blah, 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 blah. So she was on the phone. Then I was peeing. I can never forget this. Uh, but you don't feel scared, you know, at that point of time. So I was peeing. I was, you know, girl always like, sh-sh. then as I looked up, I saw someone right in front of me, uh, wearing all white, eyes big, and smiling. So I had a shock. I was like, who are you? So I started talking, but my mom was on the phone because I was whispering. So my mom didn't know what happened. Then after that, I was peeing. I was like, I pee first, okay? I won't disturb you. Let me pee. So I, I finished peeing. So I even, even tell the person, I finished peeing already. You know, I'm going to go, you know. Then this thing that I saw opened up his mouth and his tongue rolled down. So I had a shock. That was when I Mommy, Mommy, Mommy! Then my mom was like, Okay, 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 wear your underwear. Then after that, carry me and go. And then when I was in the car, with my dad and all, so I was telling my mom. My mom was sitting at the back with me. So I told my mom, I saw someone like that, like that, wearing white, long hair, eyes big. And then after that, he opened up his mouth, and then the tongue rolled out. So my mom said, no, my life, It's okay, it's just your imagination. It's okay so soothe me and then i remember last time when i was younger i always eat the tsu fen tsu fen is something it's it's pearl and then they grind it into um powder to let people who do to, to take right when they're when they're under shock or traumatized so that's what the cantonese believe because i'm a cantonist so i think i had that then after that i went to sleep and honestly, at that point of time, I I don't feel scared. It was just like a friend or someone that I see constantly because since young I've been seeing, right? But it's just that I couldn't express because couldn't speak, right? Yeah, that was my first ever experience. That was the first time, and then my mom noticed that, hey, this girl can see stuff, like me. So my sister can see stuff also, but covered. My mum, my maternal grandmother, my two of my aunts from my mum's from my side and my uncle from my mum's side. So all of them can see. They have this ability since last time.
0: And when did you first realise that there was a little something more to your dreams?
1: I mean I've never met my grandmother before but I constantly see someone in my dreams before. All the time on the rocking chair, wearing some food, and then you know, holding a fan, very well groomed. It's kind of odd that you know, I have never seen her, I've never met her, but I constantly see her in my dreams. And then when I described that to my mom, right, my mom said that, mm, yeah, it's okay, I think that's your grandmother. Because I was living in KL when I came here to visit my relatives, right, and then you know, on our on our, uh, the walls, right? Then we have like all the family pictures. That's it for me. That's the one.
0: Now, fans of the horror franchise Nightmare on Elm Street are familiar with the monster Freddy Krueger, who attacks people in their dreams with physical manifestations in the real world. Now, you're no stranger to real experiences like that.
1: When I came here to study, that's when I started experiencing all the the very unpleasant kind. I was a cheerleader so we will train all the way till like midnight. Then I'll take the last bus ride right, from Yo nursing. So when I came back that time I was staying at Topao Lorong 8. Then I was staying with my aunt at that point of time because my mom has to be my dad right in KL. So as I go back and then I was so tired and I accidentally uh, hop over A pile of um, ashes but it was it wasn't really ashes back then it was just a mug you know so being how sensitive I am right so I hopped over I was like shh, and then I turned back then I was like shit then I just say sorry I'm very tired then I went back immediately that night I dreamt that I was in my ancient clothes you um, know those that button up and then I I had like two plaids I was running I was running from a man that wear shorts and wear like those short sleeve shirt right unbuttoned and he has this sinister laughter like <laughs> was running and I know that he's gonna harm me and this man as I confirmed with my aunts, right, was the man that passed on next block and they just finished, like, you know, they burned the ashes, right? I mean, who would actually burn on the pathway, right? Why would they want to do that? So what happened was that was the first day. Then second night, run, keep on running. So I'm so tired of running for one week. And then I didn't want to disturb my mom. By that time, I already had fever. So my fever was very high. 39.8, 40, 41, 42. I don't feel anything. When I go over to A&E, right, they'll be like, Oh my god, girl, you we have to give you a sponge bar. We have to put you on drip. So I had like four or five drips. Finally, go down to like 37.5 with like a lot of Panadol and stuff like that to bring down the fever. But I feel fine. Generally, I totally don't feel anything. I'm like, what's wrong with me? I didn't contact my mom after one week. So I was on MC for like four or five days. And then I was like, um, then they diagnosed me with tonsillitis like because it's like, you know, everywhere is inflamed. They couldn't find out what's wrong. So they did all the blood tests. So the second week, my mom came. I was like, hey, ma, why are you here? Then she's like, oh, I receive signals that I need to come. So she came.
0: Did you guys learn more about this guy who passed away and was now haunting you?
1: My mom go and find out from my aunt, who is this man? Is there anyone? Is that like, do a uh, background check? Like, who is this man? So my aunt said that this man is always a very tickle one. Always sit under the block, always look at girls. You know, those, uh, those uncles, right? So, Sway sway I gonna.
0: Wow. So what happened next?
1: Because my dad is a Taoist, right? Worship Guan Kong. because businessman, right? So Guan Kong. So she brought Guan Kong here in Singapore. And that was I think the 10th day when I was having severe high fever. I was shivering, but my mom couldn't do anything, you see. So my mom sat up and just prayed. And then I don't think it's a dream because i woke up and i saw my mom and then when i fell back asleep right it's like almost i'm back into that dream i was running and running the man caught me and there like, you know physical stuff happened and i was blocking i was like oh no and then vulgarities come out and then that was when i saw kwan kong with like his thing right and just slashed him. And then I woke up and I was crying and crying and crying. I was like, shit, what the fuck happened? And that was when it's gone. The next day, no more fever.
0: Hmm. So, how do people usually react when you tell them about this?
1: I mean, a lot of people think that, oh, sure no, was so drama. But I don't expect people to be in my position I, and I never want People to be in my position to experience those kind of things because it's scary as hell. Who wants to be chased for like two weeks and you don't feel anything with, anything wrong with you? And I'm like going to school and I and I feel okay. Even when I sit next to my my uh, friend, right? They can feel like hey, you're very warm. You know? Are you okay? I said I'm, I'm I'm okay, but. I look like shit lah. Like I have like you know dark circles. I was like all sunken, and then I look pale. But I don't feel anything. I I didn't call my mom, and then suddenly my mom just appeared. Of course, you know with all the talisman and like you know, well Christians they have like holy water. We have we have something that is like from the fool. So she she was just sprinkling, and then she just used the fool to to wipe. Yeah.
0: Wow. And unfortunately, that would not be the last of your living nightmares, right? Not too long after, you had another funny dream.
1: Funny dream about this house which is made of wood, right? And then there's this staircase that goes up. But all the people that is in there, right, I don't know them. So it's like there's a room up there and I know there's something in there. And there's a staircase and then I saw a ustad, a person who wears the songkok. This guy, always, always in my dream, always stared at me with a very angry look. And I can never understand because it's like the first few dreams, right? Until, I think the fifth or sixth day, when I started having fever again, then they also say like, it's something like this lah. I don't know why they always put me on antibiotics. And then what happened was, um, I started hearing sound like, hissing sound, like... is very, very near. It's just like right next to my ear. And, and I know that sound comes from that room. And then what happened was, all these people started talking to me. You know, when, when they talk to me, they don't have a sound that comes out from their mouth. But you know what they're talking about. <laughs> so they tell me don't go into that room you are forbidden to go into that room do not they warn me even the ustad said no don't go don't go up but you know i i don't know why like i get very attracted to that room so what happened was um after a few days of mc that time i was working already so i was very sick i i stayed home and then same thing my auntie contacted my mum. I think your daughter did something again because I really don't look good. Like, that time I was so frail, I was like... I, I lost a lot of weight within two weeks. So by the third week, I cannot tahan really because the fever is on and off, on and off. Then the last one I remember was um, I went up to the room and then I looked back. All the people below was like no don't don't go but i went out i got so attracted i wanted to see what's inside and i opened up the room i saw a corpse a lady it's all black dried up white hair and then her hand was reaching out i can never forget the image of like how dry the skin is and the claws so she was reaching out for me. That was when I was sitting up and then my mom pulled me. And then when she pulled me back, I woke up. And then she was like, drink this now. So I drank. And then I woke up. And then you know what I found out? Claws on my neck. How to explain? I mean my mom didn't see it happening. So my mom was like saying, Could it be me? I said, Mom, you're pulling my shirt. Can you see these claws like on my neck? How do we explain? I can never explain. So I'm um, this is also one one thing that I almost lost my life. All these experiences right that I had always accompanied with fever. And my fever will always be like 38.5, 39, 40. And it's very, very draining because you get so dehydrated. You get all these ulcers. It's like you're almost dying. So this one was, was really severe compared to like the rest.
0: For most of us, the line between the dream and the waking world is very obvious. You know when you're dreaming and you know when you're awake. But Kim has one more story where the attack didn't necessarily occur while she was asleep.
1: There was the last case my mum helped me with before she passed on. So what happened was, I was lying on my bed. So I was in my room. So the, the vision is I was in my room back then, I was lying down. And I see all these four figures in front of me. And they were pulling my hand. And I was like, what are you doing? So I was, you know, struggling. And then the only thing that was Okay, I can literally feel lifted. When I turn back, it was my own face. This is definitely not a dream, for sure not a dream because I can see the fan moving and shit like that, right? So I was so scared, I was crying, I was literally crying, calling for help. Then I was lifted up, I turned back, I saw myself lifeless, lying down there. When I looked, it was only my core, that is like my, my hip area that is still attached to my body and I was so scared right I keep on you know struggling and then in the end I just calm myself down I just say a chant no moment blah 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 you know the, the usual chant that my mom taught me and then I felt like I dropped. And then when I dropped, I managed to catch my breath like <gasps> And that was when I was crawling, I was having high fever. I opened up the door, I crawled out, I asked for my I, I called my my aunt. And then just nice my mom entered the door. And I was crying and crying and wailing at that point of time. I was so freaking scared.
0: Now throughout this episode, we've learned about how strong your connection to the supernatural world is. But we've also learnt about how strong your bond with your mother is as well. She's been your lifeline over and over again. Could you tell us a little bit about her abilities?
1: You know the Sanskrit book? She can read Sanskrit. Just right before she sleeps, she will, she will read the book. And the book is like, you know... Usually, book page one is from the front, right? That one is from the back. So, it's a very, very old book. So, she can actually read it. And I, when I ask her, she will just... And then she will just read. She will never tell me why she will never explain and she will only tell me that this is karma that we have to endure and we just have to get past. She can she can speak in Guan Yin's voice when she meditates. So she will be like, you know her eyes are half open. And she would speak to me in a foreign language. And when she passed on, she kept telling me that it's okay. Because she passed she 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 passed away from cancer. And she never took painkillers, you know. Tumour was so big, but she said that it's okay. These are the suffering that I will have to endure. And it's okay. I told myself that shit, I have to learn something to protect myself. I have to remember. Every single thing that my mom taught me since young to prevent all this from happening. Uh, you see I have like all this Trinity eye to block me from like I'm scared. I'm seriously scared because I have no more protection ever since my mom passed on.
0: A big thank you to Kim for sharing her experiences with us. To watch our video interview in its entirety, find supernatural confessions and like us on Facebook and YouTube. And if you've enjoyed listening to our program, be sure to subscribe to us on whatever podcast platform you're listening to us on. And a five-star review would do wonders for us. Thank you. More details on what we do at SupernaturalConfessions.com. Thanks for listening. I'm Tim O. Supernatural Confessions.